0: Everyone and welcome to the Houston Element podcast. My name is Missy, and I'm your host. And today I get to sit here with a lovely, new and up-and-coming artist, bringing the most from H Town. Okay, one of H Town's finest here. Okay, recognized. Fusho, sure, Fusho. Sure. Recording and performing artist, Lo from the Mo. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. Living the dream, right?
1: So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't know? Uh, I go by Love from the Mo. I'm from Mo City. Uh, I've been doing music pretty much my whole life, and uh, this is all I could see myself ever doing. It's my passion, right here. So, uh, I think that pretty much sums up Love from the Mo. You know, you know.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that, man. And you representing the city colors, okay? Got right. Astros yeah, I got my Astros, Astros gear
1: on. You know, World Series. You know. Yes, <laughs> yes. So you champion too. You know what I'm saying? Is that right. what it's representing? Right. You know. I mean, you know, I pulled it out. I was like, I might as well. You know, we don't win, so I feel like my boys deserve to be wore. You know, we represent. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Pichon. ma'am.
0: So, Pichon. can you tell us how you got
1: involved in music, man? When did it, you realize that was your passion? um honestly i've been involved in music my entire life uh i have like my first recording at five years old with my uncle Wow. um and i've just been connected to music for as long as i can remember uh even to bring it back before i even was on earth my mom used to uh, play me symphonies in the womb wow and like even now i could just like hear music in my mind like for absolutely no reason we could just be chilling and i'm vibing in my mind like Music is literally my entire world. it just is ever revolving in my mind
0: wow, that's incredible and i mean i'm I, I don't quote me because I'm not the scientist here, but you know <laughs> uh, there have been studies that say you know uh introducing your children to music in the womb is critical, you right. know, and it really has an everlasting impact on them. So, I believe it <laughs> so, uh do you totally. think do you think like certain kind of music resonates with you
1: because you listen to symphony like they one, day one, or? I think, uh, for me, I like a lot of elements within the music. So it can be any kind of genre of music, but I need a lot going on. Like, a lot of stuff going on that's cohesive. I love it. Uh, The more, the better. The more instruments, the more sound. I love it. And I find that in my beats as well. Like, you know, those things that make it stand out, but then you still hear the everything as a whole. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So you can be a producer's best friend or worst enemy if they're not doing their job.
1: Yeah, actually, (laughs) yes. And I've experienced it before. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I just, I like what I like and I know what I'm hearing. So it's not like, I don't want to be a producer because I like it to be instant. So producing is too slow for me, but I know what I want to hear. So when I'm not hearing it, yeah, we're going to redo it and redo it and redo it until we get it right. For sure oh man
0: oh man have you ever had conversations with producers where you're like no can you hear that
1: hi-hat like that sounds like (laughs) trash and they're talking they're like what are you talking about well I try to present it in a more like constructive way Mm -hmm. so i would be like you know "Mm, I like this part but I think that we need to come in behind that and add this or we could take this out and replace it I try to be more constructive and I'd be like mean about it <laughs> right of course of course <laughs> yeah but definitely I've experienced that uh even just with YouTube beats as well like same thing I'd be like nah I don't like that instantly 10 seconds in nah I don't like that next like very much so I can tell immediately if I'm gonna like it or
0: not yeah I mean you just got the musical ears
1: you know you know I don't want to toot my own horn but in a way yeah definitely
0: so would you say helping yourself, uh helping, exposing yourself to all different kinds of music has definitely helped you become a better artist and like your writing and your creating aspect?
1: Definitely. Um, I think because I listen to so many different things, I'm not afraid to venture out and try different beats. I don't like to stay in the same pocket. Um, if you've heard like my releases, they're similar in a way, but they all are totally different, totally different vibes, moods, like so um Yes, but that has definitely helped me a lot. And like I said, the symphony thing, that I really feel like has played a big part. Like in the way that I view my music, the way that I hear it, and the way that I enjoy it. I can listen to literally anything and just be in love with it, if it's good. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. So you're big on dy- dynamics and harmony, like the whole cake, yeah. not just the icing.
1: Yeah, it got to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. It, we can be all over the place, but if it makes sense and it's cohesive when it's done, I'm going to live it. Excellent. Excellent. So uh,
0: since I did a horrible job saying it first, can you explain to us like a little bit more in depth? Like when when did you decide that this is going to be your artist name?
1: So funny. Uh, it really just was like a joke around the house because I'm from Mo City and I'm low. And my sister, she would just be like, oh, low from the Mo. And then my p- parents, everybody just caught on. And it would be like a joke. So, um, I don't know, once I decided that I wanted to like drop music, I was like, what would it be? I don't know if I want to just be low. And I was like, well, I really like low from the mo. And I feel like it embodies me. And, yeah, as an artist, low from the mo, definitely. I, I think that just speaks to me. And then it got something to do with where I'm from. So it just ties it all in with me because I really love where I'm from. I love Mo City a lot.
0: Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent, man. I like that's a very unique name, you know, and I like it because I like when you have kind of those kind of names that doesn't tell right away what's the story, because then when you listen to their music, you're like, (laughs) oh, my God. Wow. Like... (laughs) And I can tell, like listening to your stuff, I can definitely feel all the dynamics and stuff like that. You know, it's not just a, okay, put the bass in there. All right, thanks. No, like you got a lot, you know, producing. Even with me and
1: my engineer, like in the final mix, we'll sit there and go back and forth and he'll do this. He'll be like, you like that? And I'm like, yeah, but what if we do this? And we'll do that version and we'll like go back and forth and pick, but like definitely always like on top of the music and like how it sounds because. In a way, I make the music for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I enjoy it and I like it and, like, the energy, the confidence is there, and everybody else will gravitate towards it when the time comes. Mm -hmm.
0: Excellent. Excellent.
1: So what is your environment like when you're in the
0: studio? What do you kind of do to uh, rehearse or prepare for a studio session or recording?
1: Um, So most times when I go to the studio, the song is already complete. Ad-libs, everything. Um, I do my rough drafts at home. So basically, I sit there and I write as many times as it takes, as many times as I got to sit there and restart the beat from the top, wrap it all the way through, add more, whatever I got to do. Um, And so pretty much by the time I'm done writing it and then I go to record that rough draft and then do ad-libs and all that, I already have it memorized. So then when I get to the studio, I'm just putting like an extra little flavor on it or I'm just saying it with more power and passion. But by the time I get to the studio, the song is done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you make
0: sure you do your practice takes at home.
1: So when we the- go to the studio, it's our business. Okay. No playing, no sitting around, smoking, talking, none of that. We we do that after the song is done. We go ride around and have fun. <laughs> when I go to the studio, I'm locked in. No phone, no texting, none of that
0: okay okay so you do you like do you memorize your lyrics a lot of the time or do you have to have like a piece of paper to look at it kind of as reference when you're recording in the booth
1: Uh, I'll have my phone with me but like I said by the time I get to the studio I've probably memorized majority of it mm-hmm. so I just keep it there to make sure you know I'm not skipping a word or messing up but for the most part yeah I pretty much be having it down damn damn right on man right on man <laughs> it's just my passion behind it I feel like this is like what I'm passionate about. Yeah. So it's like when it's time to do it, we're not playing. Yeah. It's all work and we about to kill it. Like, and I treat it like I'm going to a show or something, even though I haven't done one. But I treat it like that because that's how I feel about it.
0: And, and that's how it should be, man, because it's a reputation of your art, your deepest, most, you know, your deepest emotions, you know. So Yeah. definitely. I respect that, man. I respect that, man. Thank you. So you were saying how you like to have a lot of dynamics and harmonies in your music, especially, you know, that comes in play when you're choosing beats and stuff like that. So what kind of things are important, like, uh, elements for you to have in your music when you're working in the
1: production aspect? Mm, honestly, I never, ever have, like, a certain expectation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... If it can catch my ear, because most songs for me will start out as a freestyle. Uh, In order, actually. It was just like a a little thing. I was just listening to the beat and I was like just saying something. And uh, I think another, I think a hot, same one, it came out like that. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's hard. I actually like that. So I'm about to put this little bit and I'm about to go home and write to it. Like I do that a lot. and I actually have a song that I, I heard the beat and I freestyled it all the way through. I haven't dropped it yet, but I will soon. Um, but a lot of my songs will start out that way, just organically, just listening to beats, flipping through. I don't really stay on one type beat or I try to move around and venture out and try different things. I know eventually when you're doing features, working with other artists, it's not going to be what you're used to, your pocket, your bubble. You have to be well accustomed to everything and all kind of changes. So. Yeah, I don't really look for anything. I just let it come to me.
0: Okay, okay, and that's that producer brain.
1: Even though if you <laughs> you you're
0: not producer by trade all the time, that's fine. But I'm very impressed when I hear. I love to talk to producer minds because like y'all just paint this picture. You're like, oh, you might have a triad that it's like a C and an F and an E. But what if you did this? And it's like, I I would have never thought of that. Like y'all just have this way of
1: thinking that like you draw music in your yeah, mind because you can you can hear it and you can literally just hear okay i got version b i got version c nah, but i like version a version a was good and he's like well no i'll just combine those three and i do that a lot too i'll like take a whole three four ideas and combine them because i'm like they sound good in conjunction but if you don't have one then it's all thrown off but yeah definitely
0: Oh, wow, that's incredible, man. I love that, man. I don't have that skill, but I, I commend those that do. <laughs> Thank you. And so what what brings your creativeness out when it comes to writing your music? Is it like a, just like you said, you have no expectations. You just go with the flow. So is there any things that like, you know, you go out for a jog and you get inspired or anything like that that helps
1: you write? Um, Car rides. Yeah. Mostly car rides, turn on beats, and like I said, just freestyle. Ride through the city, and just freestyle. Record myself on another phone and just go at it. Uh, mm, I will say, when I'm in like a darker, sadder space, the music flows. You know I mean? It could be the hardest stuff, club bangers. It ain't even like sad stuff. But sometimes when I'm in that, that kind of mood, it just flows out, it just flows. But definitely car rides. And car ride freestyles, you oh, know yeah. how be. you know how. Oh it. yes,
0: oh yes, I've been there, been <laughs> there on six ten, listening to my stuff, looking at the skyline. Yes, good stuff. Definitely. It's some good stuff. So I have to ask: So are you a blues fan at all? Is that why those dark, deep
1: emotions can resonate? That rhythm from you know, the soul. I actually do like blues. Yeah, uh, my grandma. Uh, yeah, my grandma. She would always play like all kind of stuff. Mill waiters of my last two dollars and got my whiskey all that like we listen to a good bit of everything Zodico country R&B pop literally I listen to everything like I said as long as it sounds good I'm listening to it so blues definitely definitely on a day that I don't want to hear rap and crazy stuff will definitely turn on me some blues some old school and relax mm-hmm. you yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, again, I can't say this, you know, for the record, but um, I'm going to be biased here. If you listen to blues and symphonic, you know, classical, it's pretty much in all your music. So I can see where you're like, oh, no, watch out, y'all. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so, yes, I feel that, man. I right. feel that, man. So, uh, as an upcoming artist, you know, what would you say is important for you when you're trying to, thinking of criteria to build up your team, like from photographers to engineers, et cetera?
1: Honestly, I've been trying to, like, just move around and find new people Mm. and network. Uh, My engineer, I've kind of got stuck because, like, me and him, he kind of know what I like. And it's always (laughs) like a... I don't really have to communicate too many different things when it comes to the track. Uh, but I do think that I still want to like get out there and meet other engineers, producers, and things like that. But what's been my biggest issue is a lot of people are not as serious as me. Um, mm-hmm. Just I'm hitting them up, hey, you know, when we going to work? And I get a reply. And it's like when we in each other's face, it's like, oh, I want to work. You're so talented. You're so great. And it's like, dude, I want to work too. But they don't... <laughs> no response. I don't know. But I just, you know, I take that in stride and I keep moving. But definitely, uh, I think you should have people around you that either go as hard as you or go even harder than you. And I haven't really quite found all of those people yet, but that is definitely a key uh, for me. You got to be as passionate and more passionate about this because I eat, sleep, and breathe this. I go to sleep writing music. I wake up with music. I dream about music. I literally will rap in my sleep. So it's like, this is not a game for me. Mm -hmm. And so i kind of been like a one-man band because I haven't found those people. And I would rather just keep it pushing along than to have people around me that are not working as hard as me. Very true.
0: Very true. Because it can be distracting having people just doing this while you're busting your hump. With no actual input at all. Oh, but when they want to say
1: something bad, oh, now all of a sudden their mouth is all wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when it get really good, though. They haven't really been doing no work and now it's getting really good. Oh, loaf from the mo. Oh, yeah. we. I don't want it to be like that. You got to get on the ground floor and work with me because mm-hmm. I'm willing to do the work. So you got to work with me. Can't nobody just be coming and riding alone. You got to be putting in with this.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And like you said, you live, eat and breathe this, you know what I'm saying? And so I have to ask with you being a professional, but also having a private life, how do you manage the two or you just kind of like take the wheel, son? <laughs>
1: uh, Honestly, when it comes to that, it's very much like one in one. I don't really have a lot of mixture. Just because I think I have so much of me to give that that side of me that I expose is going to be plenty enough. And what I want to keep to me and keep private, I think I'll be able to, you know, be able to balance those two out. I'm not really a show-off flashy kind of person. If you go on my socials, it's all music, a couple pictures of me. Like, I don't really just be doing the most on social media as it is. And when I'm on there, I'm on TikTok or something like that. Yeah. I'm on Twitter, getting a laugh in between music or something. Like, so for me, I think right now I have a good balance. And then as things continue, I think I still have a good balance because I just don't really, you know, certain things that I don't go for. And then I have people around me that are like-minded and think the same way. And so I think, again, when you have those people around you, you're able to, like, foster this environment for yourself to where it's like you'll never have those type of moments. So the music is life. You yes. Know. Like, you
0: are artist, okay? Yes. L- listen to me drop fire, everyone, okay? <laughs> Don't worry. The floor is lava, but you can walk on it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I dig it, man. Yeah, I dig it, man. And sure. I know the struggle.
1: I know. Oh, oh. I know. You told me you're one, you a one-woman show as well. I understand. Totally. Yeah. But, I mean, re-
0: respect to you, man, you know, for... I mean, because you've been releasing singles after singles this year, honey. Dropping it like Dollar Bill, Benjamins, okay? Yeah. So your latest release is called In Order. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of many singles re- you've released this year, including Setup, Boss Bitch, and 22. So
1: can you tell us more about those re- singles? Uh, so I kind of spoke on In Order already. Mm-hmm. Um, that it kind of like came from a little, you know, freestyle. Um. I'll say hot, out of those ones that you name, it's probably with hot and in order like entire right now for my favorites with that type of vibe. Um, hot, I think I was actually in my living room listening to beats and like the hook kind of came to me and I think I sat on it for maybe like a couple days and then I went back and I was like, wait a minute, this hook is hard because I do that a lot, like. I write so many different things. I might just write a hook or I write a verse. Sometimes I'm not even listening to beats and things are come to me, I just write it. So when I go back, I'm like, wait a minute, you forgot you had this? Like, you need to finish this. And that's what it was with Hot. Uh, when I finished it, I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And then when I went and I did my rough draft, I was like, this is a hit. Like in my eyes, in my mind, I was like, this is a hit. Like, I love this song. Um. 22 was like a three song release that I did. Those are three songs that I feel like kind of like encapsulated where I am right now at 22 or at least where I was when I turned 22 Mm. in March. Uh, Those songs are like kind of more close to my heart, like real feelings and real things, talking about real life and those. Um, so I just wanted to to get those out. I didn't care if anybody listened to them or not, but I wanted them to be out because I cared about them. And that's how I am with a lot of my music. I really, and it's bad to say, but I really don't care. Like, and I think that that's good because, uh, it's not a, for me right now, it's not about the numbers. I want to get out there and just expose myself to the world and show people what I have to offer. Because it's undeniable. Eventually, you know, I won't have to even ask nobody. I do not have to work for it at all. They'll yeah. be flocking to me. So right now, I'm just kind of doing it with that mindset of, yeah, I want people to listen, but I'm not going to, like, care so much that, oh, I didn't get enough streams this release, so I'm not going to drop anything now. Just keep dropping. Um. So, yeah, 22, that was, like, closer to my heart. What was the other one you named? Uh, boss Bitch boss and Setup. Bitch. Boss Bitch. That one, I like that one a lot. Uh I actually uh used uh, Khaleesa's beat. Uh, that it just came to me. I don't know what it was. And I'm not gonna lie to you, it was right after she had got upset about Beyonce using the little sample on her album. Uh-huh. And um I was just on YouTube, as usual, and um I seen a beat and I was like, man, I'm about to see what I could do to this. And then it just came to me. You know, uh, I like that one a lot. I just, I like sampling songs. And like once I get like deeper into it, that's going to be like a thing that I'll probably like try to incorporate. But I won't lie, I've noticed that uh, a lot of artists right now are using a lot of samples. Mm. And I don't know, I think that we need to make a lot of new original music. Like y'all using stuff from 80s, 90s. Repetitively, let's get some new hits. Like we got hit makers, we can make new hits. So I like to go back and use other beats, but I try not to do it too much because I want to be known for original creations. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, she was that girl that sampled that song and it was on TikTok. Like, nah. Um. So yeah, what was the, I'm sorry, the last one set up. Set up, uh, yes. I actually, did that song like a year ago. Um. I did that song a year ago. I wrote the song. I was supposed to have a verse on it. And then it fell through. Um and I had it saved in my phone as Low Featuring Low for the longest. <laughs> uh and it took me it took me a while. I don't know why. But the second verse, it just took me a while. But once I got it, I was like, This is it. I like that song a lot. It was more on a, a real life basis, uh speaking about like women and you know how they'll set you up and get you gone. Um and so I like that one a lot. I feel like people needed to hear that one. So, yeah.
0: No, uh, and again, I'm not trying to be biased, I promise, but I, I really resonate with those kind of uh, lyrics, you know, like not just in Boss Bitch, but a lot of your music, you know, it exhumes confidence and respect, you know, and not letting negative stuff get to you. Like that kind of music resonates with me, no matter, yeah, like if it's in a rap or a blues genre, you know. So I really. Rest- uh, I really respect that. Thank you. Awesome.
1: Thank you. That's dope. Yeah. I like actually I like to hear that. Cause uh that was one thing for me. Subject matter. Like I like to tee up and I like to do the most and, you know, while out or whatever, but when the time comes, let's have some seriousness and we can talk about real life and we can we can spit that too. Like uh I think I said that in the song. But um I like I like being able to, the duality of it mm-hmm. because it's like one day I wake up and I just want to bounce off the walls and go crazy. But, you know, some days we have real life stuff going on and I can't always make music that's just us going crazy when I know that I live a real life. Yeah. I might not go into like pure detail, but when you hear songs like that, those songs are about like real life. This is, you know, or something that I've seen somebody else go through or experience or whatever. but I try to like keep it relatable, and I feel like that's how you're able to like sweep your music across all genres, all races, you know, all ages, all of that because you're making something that people can relate to.
0: That's that's exactly right, and I and especially you know your songs like Boss Bitch, you know, I really relate to that. I resonate with that because, like many people, I've been you know one of many um, females in a work environment, and it's not always you know, the most pleasant. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'll be listening to things like that on the way to the car and I'm like, nah, nah, you know what? <laughs> man, forget all of it, man. I don't want to go to your birthday party anyway. <laughs> like, you know, like, it. you know, you, you just like let it go. And then when you go in there and even if they have Lemon Face, you're like, I don't care.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm a I, boss, man. Yeah, like- <laughs> for sure. And I want to make music that will get people going but in a positive direction, you know, like we can tee up and not have all that negativity, you know. And I just want to keep that going, like throughout my music.
0: Indeed. Now, and not to get too too deep in the in the solves kind of thing, but you know, talking about how Khalees and Beyonce, two talented individuals, were bumping heads when they're artists, and it shouldn't be that way. What would your advice be to other artists? You know, especially you being a representation of the female artists in the industry. It's like how to Remember the the art and leave the the BS at home if you're, for those that may have had that instance.
1: Honestly, I think it's just ego. Like, whenever I step into a room, when it come to do with this music, with my business, I don't leave with my ego first, my feelings, emotions. I try to think logical in a business sense. Uh, Even in that particular situation, like, thinking in a business sense, because, but, you know, um, I definitely think that a lot of it has to do with ego. Just even, like, on social media, you see female artists beefing, and it's, like, a lot of problems. It's all ego. Like, we all dope in our own way. Mm -hmm. How about you just take what you got, embrace that, and put the confidence and the energy behind that instead of the net, you know? So, I would say that we all need to just be focused on the mission, keep our mind in the game, and don't slip off our pivot. You know. Indeed, because y'all dropping fire, you know what I'm
0: saying, and it's and, it, and, and it's, it's a lot
1: of hard female rappers. It really is.
0: Yes, and I mean the, the the art that y'all are making it's it's touching people, touching people like me, and touching a lot of people all over the world. You know, even people that don't speak the same language they can. Yeah, resonate. I got listeners
1: overseas. I was. Mind blown. I'm like, y'all listen to me in Italy? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, even if they're like, well, I don't understand every single word,
0: but I understand the content, like you were
1: saying. And the feeling. A lot of it is, because I can listen, I don't know a lick of Spanish, but when they get to singing all passionately and stuff, I'm like, I feel you, bro. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. For sure. Like, yeah, definitely.
0: It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing.
1: Music. Yeah. That's why I love it. Like, we don't have to come from the same background. We don't have to even speak the same language, come from the same place, but it's like when that music turn on, we can all just coexist and be happy and enjoy that together, share the experience together. Music is the experience, definitely. And that's why I think I don't take it as lightly as maybe some others would, because it's like, I understand what comes with this, like the power of the music, you know? Like a lot of people will say, oh, the music inspired me to, you know, do this, or it, it saved me. And it's like, yeah, like music has saved me as well. Like, so definitely, I, you know. So, yeah, and you, so
0: you take, you know, it's like you enjoy what you do, but you take the responsibility of what you're doing as well. So that's very commendable. Thank you. You know, I mean, and that's why I kind of got in production too, you know what I'm saying? I was tired of going to shows and not being able to hear this, that, the other, or this was not done right or something like that. And I'm like, you, these artists, everyone has been spending months, if not years, thinking about this show. And for you to just do do all over it because you didn't want to just take the extra step. No, that's not acceptable.
1: When you actually say that, years, I wrote for six straight years before I dropped anything. Wow, really? Six straight years. I lost the phone full of notes and memos like twice. But like for six straight years, I just wrote. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm I, And I have stuff now that I will never drop. I feel like it was good, but, like, I'll never drop it. But, like, I have so much stuff. But just years and years and years of putting in practice and, like, trying to perfect it. It'll never be perfect, obviously, to me, because I think that I could always do something different or make something better. But I think, you know, putting in that time and then you have somebody that, just come in and don't really care about it, that's going to be frustrating every time, every single time. And I, like I said, again, that's why I have the problem that I have now. I'm kind of moving solo because it's like, you got to have that grind. You got to care about this stuff. And then people are spending money and they time. We'll never get our time back. You know, like, that's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like people wasting my time at all. I can't get my time back. You can waste a little money. We can figure out how to get that. But my time, never going to get it. <laughs>
0: no, no. You know, and you know, mistakes happen. If you ever worked in live sound or you performed in live gigs, mistakes happen. Yeah, I've been to a few. You know? Yeah. But it's it's like if you put the effort in it to try to resolve it, to fix it, that can maybe be forgiven. But if you're just sitting there like, oh, you don't hear anything? Oh, that sucks. Excuse
1: me? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen like big artists they go on stage and their production is horrible. They're like 20 seconds delayed with the song. The lyrics not match. It's like going crazy. Yeah, definitely. No, no. We can work together to make
0: this happen, y'all. Okay? There is a will. There is a way. Okay? I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, a stadium show to be immaculate. But, you know, just putting in the effort, the care, the grind.
1: Exactly. Definitely.
0: So speaking of live shows, you're going to be performing next week or actually this Thursday?
1: This Thursday, yeah. At yep. Paint the City, Texas. So? I'll say, just to be honest, I am a bit nervous uh, just because it's something that I've never done before. But I've been kind of trying to like psych myself into it in mm. a way because it's like, you know, this is what you want to do. And this is just like a little door you got to kick down. And once you do it, you're probably never going to feel this way again. It's just like ripping off a bandaid. Uh, but I'm excited. I really am. Because I just want to see how the people like respond and interact with my music. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So I want to see my music live in action on some big loud speakers, bumping and thumping throughout the place for the people to enjoy. And, you know, just see how we rock. But... I'm super excited about it, for sure.
0: And I'm excited to see your set <laughs> because I'm always eager to see, you know, new local artists and things like that, you know? Right. Uh, these kind of events, I would not otherwise get to see you guys perform until your tickets were $300 a piece and the nose bleeds. And then I'm <laughs> like, can I get a ticket, please? Right. <laughs> like, I want to see you now but because, you know, next month, two months,
1: I, it could be $300. Yeah, what like, they say oh, today's Friday. Yes, not today. It's not. It's not yesterday's price. Look, we got a new price.
0: You know, I won't say that I won't pay three hundred dollars to see you perform right. one day. You know what I'm saying? But I would hope to not be in the nosebleed. Like,
1: can I get a press pass? <laughs> right, right, i would say, come through. We we'll do an interview. We ain't gonna have you up in the nosebleeds like that. We're gonna get you taken care of. <laughs> thank you. You're thank giving you giving me my first interview. So yeah, we're there. We we gotta have you come through.
0: Oh well, thank you, man. And I'm I'm in. And look, man. We're trying our best to deliver the best possible experience to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you said, you don't get time back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, we may not be in Warehouse, I mean, Wire Road Studios, you know, where Beyonce recorded, but that don't mean we're not taking care of business. Exactly. Okay. And so, do you have any plans for any kind of projects coming up in 2023, shows, or otherwise?
1: Um, I'm going to keep dropping like I did all year. Uh, I can't really just speak for the, the future future, but I definitely think 2023, I'm going to have like a cohesive project somewhere down the line. I think I got to do that, if not for the fans and other people, at least for me. Uh, I have so much music, like even now, just updated files. I think I have like 50 songs, 60 songs. So I need to do something with it. I got to get it off my phone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a project I definitely want to do, uh, music videos, and things like that next year going up. This year, this was my bounce back, my recovery from sickness, illness. But, you know, next year, we're finna go full throttle with it.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better, you know.
1: For sure, thank you. Um.
0: So, do you think, it? Is it, I know, your producer brain, it's like your best friend and kind of like, that that voice you want to turn off sometimes. Yeah. Are you thinking of like should it be an EP mixtape? Is that what you think maybe
1: holding up uh, the releases? Um. No, honestly, I am cool with the singles because the singles give me like a space to like put it in their face mm-hmm. and get them to like absorb the music mm-hmm. when you put out. Even 10, because people's attention spans have gotten so short. It's like, even if you put out seven to 10 songs, I mean, it's like, you know, they might gravitate towards two, three. They might not even get through the whole uh, tape. So it's like, and I had to talk with my engineer about it. Um, but I decided, you know, I'm going to single it out and um, just see how it goes. But like I said, that's why next year, I feel like I should just do like a cohesive project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think for now, I'm just going to keep, you know, dropping singles, dropping good singles, and um we're just going to keep it going like that.
0: Yeah, I, I see that too. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I'm not going to say who, but I mean, I've seen some artists that they did single, single, singles, millions of views, and then they released this album that they spent a
1: lot of time on, and it's like only a couple of thousand. Yeah. And
0: it's like, oh.
1: The attention span is just not there. I mean, we got... TikTok and we got all these different things you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling never run out so it's like people are not just fixated on one thing and if they are it's like the top people that are in the blogs for drama most likely you know like it's not even because of the music which I hate that we've gotten that way cause it's like it's about the music and 20-30 years ago it was about the music first like yeah. and I want us to get back to that in the industry like It's about the music. We don't need to know about your personal life and what's going on with this person and that person. Like, where the music at?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, uh, now somebody online told me I shouldn't be proud of this, but you know what? Forget you. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I've skipped school back in the day to go get an album. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to, that used to be my favorite thing when uh, the CD store was there, the record store was there, go and get a new album. You're like, oh, yes, I can't wait to hear this whole album. Now it's like, when's that single?
1: It's the streaming, though. Yeah. We have so much at the tip of our fingers. It's like, you don't have to just, oh, I'm going to get this album, and that's the album that's in the car. Oh, I forgot my CDs at home, so yeah. I got to listen to just, at least not like that anymore. Uh, and I, I used to, my parents and then we used to have a big CD book full of CDs. We were ride around switching the disc and stuff. Like, even going by buy albums, I was able to buy a few albums, and then they took it away. And, and I was excited to get an iPod and all that, but now, as somebody that really loves music, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. We we kind of like made it a little weird with the streaming and how they go. It really,
0: truly. Like, um, I have a Zoom. I don't even have an iPod. I have a Zoom, And I would do anything, like, to bring that thing back to life just so <laughs> I could just have something just for music. Because I feel like sometimes having my phone, I'm like,
1: nobody better text me while this song is coming on or they're going to get it. d d is my best friend. <laughs> yes? Yeah, my best friend, d Because when I get in the zone with my music, please don't call me in the middle of my song. Now I got to restart my song, get back into the mood I was in. Sometimes I'll skip the song. I don't even want to hear the song anymore. So, yeah, do not disturb. I'll, I'll tell you, you need to
0: yeah. get
1: you. So do not disturb when you're in your relaxation listening to your music, for sure. Uh, I, apparently, yeah, man, because I'm old. Oh. Lord
0: of mercy, I swear <laughs> my goodness. So this is kind of a hot topic, but, um, some may argue that, you know, although we've come a ways in equality for the sexes, it's not, we still got a lot of great areas. So especially use yourself as a female artist and a professional in general, what would be your advice to other artists as a way to protect themselves while
1: still being successful in their careers? That's a good one. <laughs> uh, way to protect themselves. I would just say first, just always keep it genuine with yourself. Like, if something don't feel right, or, you know, you're seeing signs that something ain't right, the red flags or whatever, go with that. Go with your gut, always. Like, that's number one. Because it's, it's things that I've turned down. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that or whatever because it just don't feel right. And I think sometimes when we're in pursuit of what we are in, You know, it's like, oh, this is a good idea and this is a good person to go with and this and that. And then they turn around and they snake you or it'd be a bad person. You know, it'd it'd be a bad deal. So it's like, I would say, number one, definitely just, you know, listen to yourself. Because if you can't listen to you, then you out here with no direction. And anybody can spin you any way they want. Uh, And I would just say be authentic and and be yourself. Because when you just give that to the people... They're way more receptive than when you're just, you know, putting on a friend and trying to make it seem like you this, but you ain't. You know, I'm me. I'm low. This is what you get. Like this is me on the everyday basis. Uh, so I would, I, I think them too. You know, that that's a good start out for that for sure.
0: I, I, I feel that man. I feel that mad because man, the monsters are not just things of fairy tales, y'all. Okay, <laughs> I mean, uh, they can wear sh- cologne, Shanique, Armani. <laughs> Um blonde redhead mm Mm-mm-mm.
1: right, and be no good, no good,
0: well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's been
1: an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you. I can't wait to come back already. It was a pleasure to talk to you, and I like our vibe. It was dope, yay. Thank <laughs> you. Do
0: you have any last bit of advice for the listeners?
1: Stay true to you and whatever it is that you're passionate about. Pursue that with 110%. It don't ever stop till you reach it.
0: Okay. You heard it from her yourself. It's low. All right. Low from the mo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. If my non-linguistic self can say that, you can do anything you want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.